Yeah, my coffee mug is already full of uh, screwball. Is that good with coffee? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, That's why I brought it. I brought that, and also I got some French vanilla creamer in there, too, if you uh, want to get um, dumb. If you're a peanut butter guy, it's delicious, I think. No, I love I, I drink it, like, straight uh, with, uh, mm-hmm. with ice, you know. Oh, yeah, straight up. I absolutely do that too. But I've never done it with coffee before. Oh man. And um if you like Baileys, so you do that in Baileys, it's delicious. Is that what we call what do we do? We try to call it something. We were t- calling it a Tacoma coffee, but that was a uh, Baileys and uh brown sugar bourbon. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's oh, what we do at the BSB. Yeah. It is good. Oh, if you're hungry, do we to get some uh, donuts and stuff up there too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have some pastries and shit. It is donut day, I found out. Yeah, National Donut is Day. Is it today? It was yeah. yesterday, I think. Oh. I don't I care. Every day's donut day. Look at my fat ass. I fucked off most of yesterday. Yeah, no, you wouldn't respond to your fucking text messages. I know. I didn't, I didn't go to work either. Stayed home and... Worked I, on the truck. Oh. Worked on the truck. Is that is that euphemism <laughs> for... It is. Uh, it work, is. We're working on the truck. That's when my left hand sorted it. to turn the engine. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grit. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Scott. No Jeff. Jeff is on a road trip, I believe. He is. And no Brogan either. Brogan's manning cosmic bottles, but we do have... Hey, guys. Robo Brogan. Robo Brogan <laughs> is in the house. I need an adult. Oh, yes, you absolutely need an adult, Brogan. Excuse me, which way is the Chipotle? I don't know where Brogan is, but he's looking for a Chipotle everywhere. Ah, very excited to talk, everyone. Thank you for hanging out with us and the Grit City Podcast. You can find information about us and all old podcasts at gritcitypodcast.com. Pretty awesome. It is. Thank you so much, Robo Brogan. Really do appreciate it. All of our podcasts are free, not $100. This is absolutely true. Very <laughs> excited for all of this. With us today is Naren Van. Naren, how are you doing, dude? I'm doing great, dude. Yeah, so uh, uh, I think the first time that we ever met was at the uh, Roast of Brogan. Yes. Oh, damn, we're going right in. Oh stuff. yeah, we're getting right into this. <laughs> going right into it, yes. Yeah, right. well, it, the, one of the things is Robo Brogan doesn't always come out. He comes out with people who are familiar with Brogan. Hey guys, and that way uh, we can mm. keep him around and uh, have some fun with him. Yes. And so <laughs> the first time, uh, actually, I think I ended up going up first uh, at the Brost, yes. which yeah, we called it Brost. Yes. Yes. For his, I don't even understand why you would want to get roasted for your birthday. Yeah, it's it's funny because like you know, I, I talked about this with Rusty. He came to our podcast, which oh, is nice. Uh, Roastbusters. That's our uh, me my podcast with Josh Firestand. Where it's just uh, the whole spirit of just roasting and stuff. And we had a uh, we had um, Rusty there, and I just kind of laughed at. I was like, yeah, you know, it's funny because his ex wife is like, yeah, and it's like, hey, you know, it'd be funny for your birthday. What if we did a roast together? I'm like, yeah. The key word there's ex wife because she gives <laughs> shitty gifts. So that's what it is right there. <laughs> like, why would you agree? It's like, hey, it's your fortieth birthday, honey. I love you. Let's get some guys to talk mad shit about you. you know? Yeah, people do that. People have done that. Have hired me 
uh, for their private 40th birthday. And like, uh, and it's always just the one person in groups like, yeah, I could think, I think I do that. I could talk shit about everybody. When they're up there, they're deer in the headlights. Like, this is way harder. And it looks like, yeah, I know. I do my <laughs> fucking research on people, man. You did. And that was the one thing I was terrified of because I've known Brogan for literally decades. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm all in on him. So I made fun of him. I made fun of his wife. Just one joke. Just one <laughs> yeah. joke because that's about all she could take. And like uh, his sister and everything like that. You did the research on all the comedians. Everybody, man. And I Dude, think he came with the power. Point. The best part, you came with the PowerPoint presentation, yes. which literally brought down the house. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm known for. I like to do. I always loved in PowerPoint presentations in high school. So now just like an, as an adult, I'm like, you know, what, what if I did PowerPoint presentations where it's just like, hey, you know, what? fuck you for like, you know, 10 minutes. And that's all it is. <laughs> Find photos, do whatever. And it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, here's uh, I think I have. I'm glad uh, you brought this up. Let me look up my jokes for some of the stuff I have. There. I think I have it on a folder somewhere. Oh, you still have the jokes for the bros? I, I keep uh, my jokes and all and all my folders here. Broken. Well, I guess it's true. You are a professional comedian, a humoridian. Yeah, we should have we should have brought that yeah, out to yeah, begin com- with. Huh? Comedian Naren Van is a uh, he's been around the, the Tacoma area for quite a long time. You guys, uh, both you and uh, Scott, got uh, or you and Brogan ended up uh, meeting him via the various comedy stuff you guys were doing earlier, yep, right? Yep. I was actually looking through some of my stuff from way back, and we have one of the tickets from uh, when you did a show at Malarkey's. Yes. Yeah. I still have the ticket for that. That's like, awesome. Yeah. My friends... Uh, my friends... Here is... It's not there. Fuck, I can't find it. But I do remember some jokes I had. But basically, that was... My friends actually hung up the poster of that uh, show because I was like, they're... Their first sellout, you know, and yeah. that was nice. That was like at the uh, at the customer, like I had this like viral video around like Seattle that kind of went around. It, well, it was like locally viral, it had like five hundred thousand views and stuff. And then it's and amazing then, still. And then it was pretty cool to do that, but also it was a parody of the lady walking around New York. The key word oh, was like parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting the cat calls and stuff. Getting like that. the cat calls and stuff. But my parody version of that is like me being mistaken for another Asian person. So it's just me. <laughs> Walking around my own business and uh, people like during a video, like uh, the, the New York cat calling videos, like, hey, sweetie, what are you doing? Hey, are you shy? What, you don't like compliments? Okay, whatever. Fuck you then. And it's just guys being yeah. cat calling this girl, but my version is me walking around town and people just like, oh, hey, David, David, David. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's not David. He, he looks just like him, though, you know? And it's just that. And the funny thing about that video is me, I hired homeless people downtown. I gave them each a dollar. <laughs> He's like, hey, can you do this? This one guy I'll never forget. Uh, the first guy in that video, he's yelling. He's like, hey, David, David, hey, David, what? Oh, never mind. You're not David. You know, then like, but this guy was a homeless guy. I gave him a dollar and he was too aggressive the first time <laughs> when he did it. He was just yelling, David, David, hey, David. And he's yelling and everyone's frightened for me. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, hey, 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 here's another dollar. Tone it down just a little You're bit. You're at an 11. Can we get about a five, <laughs> please? And people were like terrified. Like, why is this guy yelling at me? You know, all this other stuff. And like, it was just really, really fucking funny. But then like other guys, uh, other another guy who uh, wanted to be in a video because he saw me giving dollar bills. He was like, oh, I want to be in this video. But he was like really, really creepy. He's like, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Like, and it got really, really weird. He wanted to be all touchy and stuff. But I gave him a dollar, but we just didn't use his scene. It was just really, really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that got me booked like all over. Then like um, then like uh, for the Brogan roast, it's funny. There's um, there's a, a couple of things I said about Brogan. I was just trying to remember. I don't know where my fucking notes are. You guys pontificate. Start talking about other shit while I was just like, ah, <laughs> well, right well. I mean, that just I, even just reminds me of just dealing with uh. Well, the homeless individuals around this yeah. area. That's and what just I was going to say. Yeah. Interacting with them. You can't, you can't go 
a day without having a homeless guy scream at you at some point if you're in Seattle. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're on the street at all, yeah, you're getting screamed at by somebody. Or I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of give off that vibe. Well, too. I just I mean, ride you have the your, bus. I you think. have your own bus adventures. That's true. Like literally, you just told me how about how your dumbass left your phone on the at the bus stop and got <laughs> on the did. wrong fucking bus. No, I got on the right bus. I just I, I left my phone on the uh, the bench at the bus stop, and then they skipped the bus. Fucking skipped the next stop, so I had to wait like another extra stop before I could get off the bus. And you had to run. Your and ass I, off. I sprinted like I ran back. It was I don't know four or five blocks. I was sweating. I don't know how the fuck you got your phone back. There was a very nice gentleman there that gave it back to me. <laughs> and, yet you, and even a throwback to one of our old episodes with Streetball Soup, who took a fucking axe to the neck. Yeah. Um. Apparently, you had a dude that might have had something along the same um interaction. Yeah, there was a dude um one morning just fighting with another guy, he punches another guy, and just starts like stomping around the bus stop. That happens all the time. He pushed an old lady down. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, he got tackled out in the street by another dude. <laughs> and then, uh, like, one morning there was a, a lady there just screaming at people. Like, I, I get, they, they, she's asking for money or something. She's there quite a bit. And they must have said something to her because she just starts fucking screaming, this is my bus stop. And she's just, like, marching around the bus stop, scaring everybody away, dude. So, yeah, I imagine you paying people a dollar. People were probably looking at you like you're a crazy person. Yeah, they, yeah, because like uh, we had one person like, yeah, I'll do a video. It's like, oh, what you're gonna post this? Like, I have prior convictions. I can't do this video. Like, what? <laughs> then it's like, okay, you know, I've got tired of like looking around, so I was like, I'll just pay homeless people. I don't think prior convictions um, mean that you can't do video content. It depends on what you're. Well, I mean, for, maybe I yeah, yeah, maybe did some creepy stuff, yeah. and maybe yeah, he needs to know. be on a registry. He's right. not quite maybe on. Depends yeah, on and also want. I don't want him to be in my video. Like, oh wow, Naren hires a pedophile, <laughs> right, to do this video. That's a good, very self-aware moment right there. That's very self. Yeah, you gotta, pretty you, you gotta be pretty good with your brand at that point. <laughs> you know, people just fight any reason. Like, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, hey, you look like that subway guy. Yeah, why don't you be my video <laughs> real quick? <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. But yeah, I remember some, I can't find my notes for some reason. I, I lost it, but I do um, remember bits and pieces of it. So, like, basically, I was making fun of Mary Ann Riley a lot uh, just because she, she was like the oldest tenured comic there mm-hmm. and then like uh you know we're we're good we're on good terms whatever but i felt like she was a person i had to pick on because she went up there and she didn't do very well she can't roast yeah so she was up there she had her notes and all she said first three times oh this person has stds this person has crabs like it's like is that all you're gonna say you're gonna tell say people have stds and then she's like no and then she like this person and she looked at her nose like uh and then and these are all std jokes and she was done after i called her out it's like, and it's like, no, I could do this. And then, like, she's like bombing. And then she threw her notebook away. It's like, I could do this. And, like, like you probably shouldn't have thrown those away. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you need those notes. And then, then I come up after her. It's like, hey, Mary Ann Riley's been doing comedy for 25 years. Uh, 20 of those years were on the stage dying just now. That felt like fucking forever. How'd you even prepare for this? Uh, and then I had this joke where I was like, uh, it's like, yeah, um, you're going to catch Marianne Riley performing at the Galloping Gertie. Uh, she's kind of like the Galloping Gertie, meaning she hasn't worked in a long fucking time either. <laughs> and then I made, I just, I, I kept going in on her because like, I just all the jokes I made even remember that it like a slideshow of her wearing purple. And I put her right next to Ursula from like a fucking little mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, she looks like she ate Ursula and all this other stuff. And I could tell she's getting uncomfortable. Then I had this one joke. It's like, yeah, and like Mary, Marianne Riley's, uh, uh, you know, notoriously single. She's kind of like an overcrowded, uh, humane society. Like she can't give away free pussy right now <laughs> at this stage. And then I'm making fun of Brogan. Like I told you, she's like, like some brost in there. And I did send him Brogan stuff. I'm like, hey, like his wife's calling this a brost because his name is Brogan, and it's, you know, 
They're putting the BR in front of it, which is crazy because back in high school, everybody called him a braggart. <laughs> and that's what it was there, which is not a joke that we should be saying here. No. But this was a long time ago, guys. It was, yeah. it was a different time. It different was actually time. last Thursday when we did this job. Last job. Thursday. Before Pride Month. And the thing is, it's different. <laughs> the roast was sponsored by Chick-fil-A. And the crazy thing is, but no, no, it was, no, it was all just a joke. And then it made fun of like, um, he was like on his... I think it was like uh, he got a divorce like within like ninety days or some shit. His first of, divorce. Yeah, because I basically just moved down. I moved down to Tacoma yeah. from Seattle, and he I was like staying at their old place. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, this will be fun. I'll be able to hang out with Brogan all the time. A month later, uh, divorce, and then yeah. he moved. And he like moved to like Renton, and I'm like, bro. Yeah. I, I'm like, uh, then I was like, Brogan got a divorce. Uh, it was like eighty something days. Oh yeah. And then it's like, yeah, Brogan. Uh, he he wanted to get divorced within that ninety days because that's when he get the refund for that ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the meanest thing I, I I said back is like I, I found out the story. I don't remember from who, but like I, I like Brogan once broke his leg and he was stuck in five traffic. You know, five traffic is terrible here. And uh, he was stuck in the traffic, and he actually shit his pants in the uh, waiting in uh, freeways. And he's like, "How the fuck do you know that?" Because you said that. I don't remember who told me this, but I was like, "And he and he actually shit his pants, and it steeped in through his cast, and it, and it and it was stuck in there for like six months. Like he couldn't clean it out, do whatever. It was gross. And then I was like, "So Brogan, to be honest with me, on a scale of one to Marianne's pussy, how bad did that smell?" <laughs> And that's how we ended it. And then, the, and then she gets all red faced, and then she leaves. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, you know, I I'm, I have to go in on her, but uh, just just because I this, I I've done some shows where I, I made fun of someone that's not the main person harder. This one guy named Ben Ben Scott. He's like a, a guy who does like music in like Everett. All right, you know, so he's not that big of a deal if he's doing just music and just Everett. And the biggest thing is, <laughs> and I made fun of his history and everything here. And then he wrote his own roast like a month later. He's like, "Hey, you guys, you know, here's the rules of the stuff you can't make fun of." So when he has rules, and it's all the stuff I said, he made rules. <laughs> Do you, people oh, give you rules like that? Huh? People give you rules. They're like, yeah, they oh, could, no, I, they, I want to be respectful of rules. Oh, like okay. if someone's like, "Hey, don't Fair make enough. fun of my wife. Don't make oh, fun okay, of this. I get that. Or do yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll work my way around it." But I've, I made fun of his one teacher. Uh, here, because I I name dropped where she worked, oh. and she was so pissed. Oh, she was so pissed. It's like, uh, this, I won't say her name, but she's like, uh, I was like, just insert teacher here works at the uh, Olympic uh, Olympic Elementary School in Fredalway, and you know, and here's like, the address, here's the phone number. It's like this, she works. It's perfect. She works in the Olympics because she's only she's the only one doing the same set for the last four fucking years. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, in 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 addition to like all the roasts, like it, it takes a special kind of person mm-hmm. to go to those roasts. And if you're not prepared either to be the roastee, like Brogan, I don't think was prepared. He just thought it was a cool idea. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's initially a cool. Idea. Oh, what are they going to say? But I've. <laughs> I do my research on people, man. I brought up this guy's bankruptcy. Oh. And this guy had no idea that he knew. And now every every show is like, hey, just so you know, guys, just don't bring up my bankruptcy. That's a low point in low my point. life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a mean person either. I just know how to like... This is like a, I, I grew up in a, a small town Tonino, so I was like uh, I was oh, only shit. I was like the only Asian guy in like you know my group of friends. So I had to deal with like redneck racism like every day, so I had to fight with my words. basically yeah the yeah I mean that's a very I mean it's very rural out there. I used to live out in Roy, so Roy Tonino, Yelm, yeah. that whole area is just kind of um, yeah interesting to say the least. Like I haven't been back there in a couple of, like seriously like decades, and I looked and they have like extra roads in Roy. 
Like I was like, I did their roads were didn't even there's certain roads that didn't even exist then. That's funny. So it, people don't crazy. realize how, how quickly it gets like red when you start going oh, yeah. out outside. Yeah, there's, here, there's, right? there's nothing wrong with like that at all. because uh, I do have friends that are super conservative, I have friends that are super liberal. Right. Actually last night we were, I did a show in Arlington and this guy uh, my friend Josh, he made a joke about like uh, the insurrection. He was just starting the joke about the insurrection. Yeah, uh, at the Capitol, and this guy's like, "You got all your facts wrong, buddy." I'm oh, like, "Oh no!" <laughs> He's like, "I would have been there in a heartbeat." You know, you don't know what you're talking about. He gets mad, and that's the thing. Like, like, uh, stare, like I've, I've done lots of shows. We always think like the Karen's like the hardcore like liberal cancel culture lady, but the the most sensitive guys in any show I've ever been to. It's the hardcore Trump supporter. If you say anything about Trump, even just the beginning, you didn't even get to the punchline. Yeah, right. He'll lose his shit. So I've had it happen many times. Like you don't, it's like you don't love America, buddy. I'm like, what? This is first of all, I didn't start the joke yet. <laughs> you don't even know where this goes because like the thing is, I find right. I find ways to split the audience on like a thing. I, I don't go lean too left or lean too right about anything, but it's like I Fair find enough, ways yeah. to make fun of everything because like. You know, take the Michael Jordan approach. I just, it's just like, don't have a real stance up there. Well, you should be able to make fun of everything. You basically, should. Right? No, I, I have. Uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, it's just like <laughs> on Facebook, it was uh, usually the liberals that get the most offense offended on Facebook. But like in actual shows, and usually the hardcore conservative guy. This guy actually got, he got kicked out. And he started to take gun in his car, just revved his engine around the parking lot a couple of times. Like, yeah, that seems like the kind of guy that would do that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And like, seriously, like, uh, I love following you on Facebook, being um, your friend on both of your oh, accounts. When you're on. Yeah, Facebook. when you're on, when you're not in Facebook jail, um, <laughs> which is quite hilarious many times because it seems like at that same point. Four times last year, dude. It was fucking bullshit. Dude. Four uh, times. For old shit, dude. No, it was like, for one time, it was, like a, it was like a mirage that looked like oral sex. And then... <laughs> And then another time I posted, like, um, jokingly, like, I want to open up this marijuana dispensary. Like, this, I forgot what the, it was a stupid word, play on words, and I got, like, a 30-day ban from that. I was like, I'm not really trying to sell drugs on Facebook. That's stupid. <laughs> Twitter's the place you do yeah, that. Yeah, there's so many better ways to go about with that. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's definitely the way to go about that. Or Pinterest, you know, like, weed edible as recipes and shit. <laughs> I wanted because uh, following you and all of that, I literally there's so many times where I've seen some of your topics and I'm like, I want to create a podcast about this. And one of them was when you were talking about how you literally felt that you could have like been seriously injured and maybe could have been killed because some guy went out to his car yes. and came back and you were able to talk him down. And I just like basically I just want a podcast. I was like, this is the title I was like, yeah, I could have died there. And just Bunch like of times. and have you starting off with it because it's oh, just yeah. like that. That seems it seems excessive, but somehow you're just like, oh yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah, no, I've I've I actually just casually just talked to my friends about this after we're just drinking one night, and then all of a sudden his wife, his my friend's wife, cussed me. I was like, holy shit, dude, this was like eight times that somebody tried to rush his head. Like, has it been? Oh yeah, there has been about eight times now. So just like, straight up rushing the stage. Just like trying to come to the stage and just like get angry because like Josh yesterday he t- he played cool. He's like, it's like dude, I, hey, I get where you're coming from. I really do. Like. But I'm not finished with the joke yet. And somebody in the back is like, he's just telling a joke. Calm down. And it's like he didn't even get to the end. Uh, basically, Josh's joke about some guy who stole the podium and just sold it for $10,000. So he's like, dude, is that worth is that worth your freedom? You 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 went to jail for a, a used Kia Soul, and that was it. <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, that's not true." He's like, "No, it's true." He literally tried to sell that podium for ten thousand dollars, and the guy's like, "Get all get all mad." But Josh is trying to calm him down. Me, I'll be calming people down for the just one time. But at the second time you, you interrupt, I'm like, "Oh, 
It's on. So you've chosen death. All right. So that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to go off on you. Like, so in, in like the last year, um, and I've brought this up multiple times on the podcast, but especially like recently, um, like the last year, most of the times, you know, comedy shows were down. Um, like basically everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. And so people were staying at home. And now that they're coming out here, I feel that people forgot how to act. Yes. But I'm wondering if you think it's better or worse at this point in time than it was previous. Because I've been to plenty of comedy shows where, if you, especially in the late night show, people have been having a lot of fun and they decide that it's now an interactive conversation. And I don't know. Is it worse or now, do you think? On a different note, uh, Screwball and Coffee is fantastic, by the way. Told you. There we go. It's fantastic. And... <laughs> Your question, but yes, yeah, people can be like a little worse. Uh, I say I've 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 invited um, some dates to shows, and they don't listen to the uh, prompts, but they think they can heckle me just because. Oh, because they're with you. They're with me, and this one girl literally <laughs> said she was heckling me. This one girl, other lady, was like, "Hey, you're his date. Why are you just rude to him?" And she literally says, "Like, it doesn't matter." I'm going to blow him later anyways. He's not going to care about this. <laughs> and I've never been so called out. I'm like, oh, you're right. So like, if I'm mad at her now, I'm not going to get that blowjob later. So <laughs> it was the best heckle I've ever had. It's the only time I've been speechless. I'm like, oh, man, this bitch really got me on, got me by the balls. Like, literally, I can't do anything. Literally. Like, literally, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's like, all right, this is going to be a weird car at home, but I'm pissed. But also, it's like, hey, you can't do that anymore. Is that like a After still? I nut. like, uh, and you can't come to my shows anymore. There we go. <laughs> I always make that a, a standing rule. Like, heckling's fine, but you have to blow me afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Actually, yeah. I mean, no matter what, you're going to get a free yeah, blowy right, after the show. Right. Like, dude, yeah. That's why I don't perform with the mix that much up the, up the street here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody takes that offer. <laughs> Everybody. Like, like oh, man, you know what? I'll do this here. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, some people don't know how to act. Zoom shows are weird because, like, uh, oh, you did do some I did Zoom some shows. Zoom. I, the, the funny thing is, like, I was like, oh, I don't know how long it's going to last because. We fools, she thought this would last two weeks if everyone just did everything they were supposed to do. But nope, lasted almost uh, over a year now. And then, like, uh, then finally, um, I finally decided to do one. And I just, like, uh, joked about the stuff I was watching. I was watching lots of Power. I was watching lots of Narcos. Watching <laughs> lots of all these, like, drug-related shows. And yeah. I was like, that's all I've been writing. It's like, oh, this is fantastic. So I'm, the thing about doing a Zoom shows, you, you don't know who is watching. I changed my material. Based on who is there, like if I oh fair enough yeah like if I if I know someone is there that I'm kind of seeing that I'm kind of I'm not gonna bring up like other sex jokes that's gonna like make me feel uncomfortable or I'm gonna bring like my parents friends I'm not gonna talk about drugs but this uh (laughs) but so I'm I'm doing this new material just like about like cocaine and meth and then I get a text message during the live show and my friends like hey dude. I'm watching with my wife right now. Can you stop talking about cocaine so much? <laughs> it's like, no, this is like my she, show. He's like, she's not going to let me come over to your house anymore. <laughs> this? She's like, it's not jokes. We're not always uh, doing cocaine and meth. Just, yeah. I mean, These are just jokes, yeah. It, yeah we're social cocaine. distancing while we're doing this, yeah. <laughs> the line's six feet across. Yeah, so yeah, that's... That's a lot of money, but yes. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just crazy the stuff you like. I was like, oh shit, I don't realize who's there watching. But also, I have I do like a lot of divisive material where it's like it could be on a dark side. But if you don't hear a laugh, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if you guys liked that or not. Yeah, and you can't really. I mean, like when you're doing the Zoom shows, are you doing it with? Are they allowed to have their mics on? Like that seems awkward at best. Yeah, sometimes they do, but also it is awkward because I don't know their face. I mean, like some people have done it, and also my. I know sometimes the internet connection will just give up. Because I go on Wi-Fi when I do it. So, like, sometimes I'll just give up. Which is totally fine because I'd rather just not be there after my set. It's like, oh, oh guys, oh, my. I've done that a couple times, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, hey, no, if you hang out the show, it'd be great. Like, oh, oh, my gosh, my internet connection is so bad. Guess I'll go. <laughs> go somewhere else. 
What got you into comedy, like, originally, man? Uh, honestly, I, I loved watching pro wrestling as a kid. I was always a class clown, but, like, I loved how Ric Flair and The Rock would just talk to a crowd and just, like, get them in the palm oh, of their hands. heel heat, yeah. The heel heat is what I love. That's what I love doing the roast. I love getting that heel heat. Like, when I did a roast of the Seahawks, like, I'm originally from Boston, by the way. So, like, I, so I did a thing where I was just talking about, like, like, I'm always talking about, like, uh, people that should run for president. And I think Russell Wilson should run. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he should run. But, you know, he's just – he's going to pass and fuck it up, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, oh, boo. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, then I was uh, doing shows like, guys, you know, I I, I got to rep my team. I take out my jerseys all black and there's 12 on it. And people are like, yeah. Then I turn around. It just says Tom Brady on the oh, back of it. <laughs> and that's that – is- and, oh. and then I just go, like, full-on Ric Flair, just shit on everybody. <laughs> on everyone, you fucking bandwagon fans! <laughs> you guys weren't even fans before 2000. I've been I've been to go to CIS games since like '99, so. And that's like one of the mm-hmm. things too. Also, I see it's like we've been trying to get you on, but normally we would record on a Sunday, and you're like, "Sorry, <laughs> yeah, it's football, <laughs> we, yeah, it's football season. It ain't happening." Yeah, that's not happening. I don't care if the Browns are playing. I'm sorry, I'll also watch the fucking Browns. <laughs> but no, see, see uh, football games are fun. I, I uh, it's just like it's a it's a party most of the time. You like getting get-togethers and stuff, and. People like, oh, you like Seahawks and the, and the Patriots. Like, how is that uh, okay? I'm like, well, first of all, they're in two different divisions, two different parts of the country. And I was born there and I live here now. Yeah. And I just like football. And I mean, like, the only time they should physically meet would be at every, a... Every four years they do. Yeah, every they four actually years. Were supposed to, they were, the the okay, Patriots came here last right. year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've been looking forward for that for like eight fucking years. Because oh. I was at the UMAD, I was at the UMAD bro game. I was there. And then when Seahawks came back, one to that, it was like, oh, man, that would have been a fun game to watch. But you know, I'm always cheering for the Patriots if they're playing each other. That's just to be the 100. Uh, percent So, w- so when you go to the games, are you wearing Patriots jerseys when it's Patriots I wear, versus I'll, Seahawks? I wear neutral stuff, but I wear Patriots stuff underneath my jacket just so I don't get shitted on by everybody. Because <laughs> everybody around yeah. me. Well, that's what I was about to ask. Because if yeah. you're like around season ticket holders or anything, especially with the you know the eight to twelve dollar <sighs> beers that people are just downing and destroying there, no, I it gets in, a little rowdy. I sneak in Hennessy. I'm, I'm a pretty good. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't know if there's any alcohol enforcement people listening to the show, but I, I find my ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give out any secrets on this. Don't give out any trade secrets. Yeah, you can start a I don't know OnlyFans or a Patreon or something. For Just your... sneaking in booze everywhere. <laughs> I actually snuck in booze to a, a Mariner game, and it was like this binocular flask. Oh, did that, that really worked? It worked in football games, but okay. it does not work in like uh, uh, Mariner games because they're 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 uh, they're yeah, it's okay. easier to spot because like it's not as, it's not as full. There's not as much stuff going on. Yeah. And, uh, it's quieter. And then, then basically, I was walking around, and this guy sees me. He's like, hey, let me see those real quick. Oh, these are just my binoculars. He tries to look through them. He's like, yeah, you can't see through these. He opens the things. Like, oh, fuck. He's like, you have to leave. He's like, whoa, whoa, dude, if you're going to kick me out, can I at least keep my Hennessy? Like, you're, you're yeah, already yeah, kicking me out, bro. Like, I'll, just, I'll leave. I'll leave. I just, that's a lot of Hennessy in there. And he kicks me out. Then I go next door across the street at Jimmy's to watch the rest of the game. And then, like, uh, an hour and a half later, like, the game's over. I'm like, that was a really fast game. What the fuck happened? Like, oh, it was the, the White Sox. They pitched a perfect game against <laughs> the Mariners. I'm like, that's what you get <laughs> for kicking out a minister out of a fucking baseball game. You Oh, thank you. You've got perfect segues. It's like you're a professional or something like that. Uh, I wanted to bring up the fact that when you were talking about Brogan's uh, 70-day marriage, hmm. I was actually minister, the minister yeah. for that one. And I told a story about how sometimes Brogan makes bad decisions uh-huh. um, as an allegory to that. But you yourself are ordained, and mm-hmm. some of the greatest things I've seen are your social media pictures, the wedding photos that are... Are, um, they're fun. They're interesting. Yeah, 
No, I, the, I, I like brides. I mean, the thing is, I, I found out. I've, I always ask the bride if I could post a photo first because it's her day. I want yeah. her to get the likes and everything here. It's like, do whatever. But then, like, I don't, I don't ever make the day about me. I just want that photo just to be because I tell them, like, this, we're going to, I'm going to make your ceremony fun. I mean, there's a lot of people who, are, I, since with the pandemic stuff, like the prices of for administrators have gone down drastically. So I'm like, oh, so really? like some people are like, oh, I'll do your wedding. I'll do anything for $50. Like $50. That's not worth a drive to no. fucking Matt Rainier. You're really fucking up the game right now. <laughs> yeah, you're ruining <laughs> really it for everybody else. Yeah. But then also I hear people charge like 500. I've never, I've, the most I ever made is like 450. Like wow. for wedding. But I, most of the time I do like 250, 350. But Fair like, enough, I yeah. do 250 now because like one is like, it's a kind of a pandemic. So like, oh. You want me to go to this place? Like, well, you gotta pay for it. But also, I'll make it good. I'll make it memorable for everyone there. They're gonna have a good time. They're gonna laugh. You know, you may not see the value in it now, but you know how many boring ceremonies you've gone through. Like, yeah, I, I know you're gonna have something you're gonna remember for the rest of your life. And some people are like, we're gonna remember a wedding day for the rest of our lives, regardless. No, no, no. This is gonna be extra special. I promise you. Because I do my research on a on a friendlier tip where I'm like, okay. How'd you guys meet? How'd your first day? So my, I'm, as much as I'm good at writing mean things about people, I'm just as good at writing like lovely things about people. You put your work into it. Put my work into it. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's fun. Uh, some people like uh, I like to do the photos because just to commemorate how weird it is. And then it's tough. There's sometimes there's not much I could do because there's not much uh, stuff to do in the background and stuff. But and then sometimes across the street there's a giant fire. Yeah, there's a giant. Oh yeah, that was in Yelm, Washington. There was mm-hmm. a, a fire. Across the street, and this guy is like, oh shit, let's can, let me take a picture of this guy because he's hiding behind like a tr- his like car because he thinks his house is going to blow up. But as he's hiding behind his car, like he can see his ass crack, just like all out and everything. He's like, dude, <laughs> let's take a picture. Let's get let's get a uh, his ass crack photo bomb. People are like, what the hell is going on? It's like, no, this isn't planned. I mean, I hope the house is okay, but this right? is a once in a lifetime photo that I have to do. <laughs> have and the bride do. was in like a wheelchair. Like, oh, oh let, we gotta go. We have to do this now because we're not gonna get this opportunity again. <laughs> like seriously, that's like that seems like one of those photos that is gonna like live on the internet. Like the one where it was like the the UPS truck in the river and the guy's just standing there holding a blender. Right, yeah, and you're just like, what the? I don't even know the story. That's exactly the same thing. When I saw the picture, I'm like, I yeah. don't know the story to this, and I need to. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like where I could do it. I, I could probably post it on Reddit, all the good ones, you know, and I can like, make it go from there. But like, also some people are dicks about like weddings. So like, hey, I'm getting married in 2022. Uh, how much is it going to cost? Like, oh well, I need to know where it is and when it is, so I can like determine how far I'm gonna travel to cost do. and all that bullshit. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I mean it's not significantly more, but it's like I just got to know. It's like. Why does that matter? I'm like, oh, so you're going to be one of those guys on the internet. I'm good. Thanks. Like, okay. Like, I, I, need, I just explain, oh, it, it rates depending on where you're going and what, whatever it is, how big your ceremony is. Like, I'm not going to charge you like $200 for just signing papers, you know? So, like, I got to oh, yeah. know. I got to, I want to be fair. But if you're going to have like 2,000 people there and you want me to MC your wedding, MCing weddings is another thing that I love doing, but that's something you really can't, I can't really, uh, I, I've, I've had a really great time MCing weddings. It is one wedding. Where these two Vietnamese girls were doing like a rap, like that's their thing. Oh, like, that's oh, cool. It initially sounds cool, oh, but it was I mean, awful. Okay, but it was uh, fucking awful. It was really, really bad. They did a rap. They, uh-huh. they stammered their things or whatever, and it was like awkward. Like, hey, hey, good job. And then we're just like, all right, all right, everybody, let's give it up for Vietnamese Eight Mile. Everyone, what the fuck was? <laughs> I didn't say the fuck part, but like, that was that was a thing, you know. Uh, and then that would this, be the best. Like the fuck is this? And then another thing is like, I was like, hey, this guy looks like he had enough, you know, because they were drinking, you know. And and I, I've, uh, it was like, it's like, it's like, uh, no, this other guy was like so hammered. One of the uh, groomsmen who was so hammered. Like the second most important words of the uh, a wedding, first of most important wedding, two words in our wedding is I do, but for him is 
cut off. That's what it is right there. <laughs> and it had his other guy, his like really loud Korean guy, just like all over the place, just like saying whatever. It's like, hey, let's give it up for the. Uh, then afterwards, hey, let's give it up for the uh, uh, Asian guy from the Hangover, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't. I, I know if I might find any awkward situation and like make it better, but some people just say, oh, I'll just hired a DJ, he'll do it. It's like, yeah, but he's. He's gonna not be- going to be as witty as I am, I promise you. And it's uh, the the simple fact is, I mean, A, you're going to get what you pay for. And yeah. when you're doing it, you're like throwing it. You're giving them all the information to show that. Also, you're prepared. It's oh. like one of those things where it's like you know what you're going to get because you're asking them questions about yeah. it. You're not trying to invade them. You're trying to get material or at least just get an idea of what the hell's going on. Oh, yeah. Some people have forgotten some of the stuff they told me. I, I had this one, <laughs> one couple... Uh, that I should go to do their wedding in September. I'm like, so how'd you guys meet there, whatever? And it's like, just so you know, anything you say will be, could, could be used in your wedding. <laughs> so like, uh, so then like, uh, then they got drunk later on the night. Cause like, they told me, like, how'd you guys meet? He's like, well, honestly, he was my weed guy. And I just kept going over there. He kept giving me free weed. And finally, he's like, hey, let's go on a date. Like, that's hilarious. I do, I'm, I, I, do I have permission to have talk? I was like, oh, hell yeah, of course. Then like two nights later, like they messaged me like one thirty in the morning. So I obviously they were drunk. Like, hey, which on second thought, our, I don't think his mom knew that he sold drugs at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but also I did another wedding where like these guys, I met them at their um their weed shop in Olympia, and they were hippies and whatever. And then it became to the corporate world to do whatever. So I was like, hey, you guys went from uh you guys went from four twenty to forever, and that's how I ended up like, oh, I'd be like, I'm like, oh, and she's like, oh, she's all crying, and then I had some other stuff, and I had some other like weed related stuff. Uh, yeah. Do they, do they ever try to like give you like scripts or anything like that? Because when I, when I, we, my wedding was something else entirely. We ended up going to Vegas for a whole steampunk wedding at a oh, fucking, cool. uh, uh, at a, uh, what was it? It's a ranch out there that doesn't really, I think some corporation bought it or something like that. Bonnie Springs Ranch. So we went out there and we the did bunny a bunny ranch. The, no, the Bonnie, Bonnie oh, Springs, okay. not the bunny yeah. ranch. It that was there too. Amazing. I just wasn't going to say it. I was just going <laughs> to let it go because I didn't want his wife getting mad at me. No, it was the Bonnie Springs Ranch. It was like an old mining town that they turned into a tourist trap. Old so, minor town? But no, you know what's oh, going um, But so we ended up, uh, uh, father-in-law, future father-in-law, now father-in-law, ended up doing the ceremony, and I wrote him like a ten-page script, and he loved it, and sort of like that. Does anybody do anything extra like that for you? Do they give you scripts yeah. or things to say? Some people are like, oh, this is why I want you to do. I want you to do this prayer, and also if you want to throw in extra prayers, like I don't want to throw in extra prayers. I like someone asked me to throw a prayer, like, oh no, do you have a closing prayer? I'm like, oh fuck, I got to make something up on the spot. <laughs> I lo- and then it's funny because like after after the wedding, there's always there's always every time a family member is like, hey, father. That's what they say to me because I'm dressed up a certain way. I'm like, and I, I just fight a smile every time they call me that. And it's like, hey, father, I, uh, you know, me and my father have been neglecting to go to church for years, but we really liked your service. And we were wondering if uh, you could tell us where your church is. So we, me and my family would love to go see it sometime. Oh, that's adorable. It's adorable. But I'm also like, hey, you know what? I'm a traveling priest. I, <laughs> I go where the Lord needs me. I'm there. I can't be in one spot because I got to spread the gospel any possible way I can. You just That's go around having adventures. Yeah. Yep, you're just like yeah, yeah, your own little mini series. Yeah. No. Then like then like then it's when it's party time. You know. Then like I loosen up the collar. I, I don't have the collar on, like on the way all the way because I I don't want to look like I'm, I don't have a photo of me holding a drink and thing whatever. Fair enough. Yeah. But absolutely. also it just makes me look like a sloppy drunk. I just realized another <laughs> photos in the background. <laughs> I take the shit off. That's so funny. I did this one wedding. He's like this guy is like wow man. I've never 
I've never had a drink with a ministry before. I was like, hey, cool. Hey, cheers, man. Then later I was like, oh, man, I've never smoked weed with a ministry before. I was like, hey, all right, guys, okay, <laughs> off the clock. And the third thing is like, man, I never bleep, bleep, bleep with a ministry. I was like, hey, man, shut the fuck up, dude. I'm off the clock. All right. Stop making this weird for me. <laughs> Did you get like, I mean, I, I got ordained through the Universal Life Church. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Super easy mode. Did you get the actual, did you spend the money on the plaque? No. Okay. Neither did I. Like, I know I'm on a registry somewhere, and in Washington, it's pretty easy because they basically don't even care yeah. what you're doing. So. I think eventually they're going to find a way to tax that and be like, oh, I don't, I don't claim any of that income on all. I mean, if you work for the IRS, I claim all of my income. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people are listening to this podcast, and I think most of them are still in Russia. Nobody, dude. They're just they're just, they're just scanning bots. it for words like that. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I was like, I was like, all right, cocaine doesn't pay taxes. All right, there we go. <laughs> That's three flags. <laughs> right. All right. So, um, some of the one of the things that I've decided to do on this show is to play games. Um, we don't Ooh. play a whole lot of, but we do have some bits and stuff like that. Sometimes we have. Scott topics where Scott talks about a fish that Ooh. has a fake tongue that's another creature. Oh, yeah. I saw a fish with a Did weird tongue. It? Like they, it looked ah. like almost human. Yeah, like it was really fucking weird. gross and creepy. Yeah, it's like the Simpsons fish kind of. Yeah, yeah. like Blinky, the three-eyed fish. Yeah, I love a- it. Yeah, was that a real thing? Like, yeah, how did yeah, it? Yeah. No, it had a uh, tongue louse. There's these things they swim in their gills and then they hook onto their tongue mm-hmm. and then uh, suck the blood out of the tongue till it dies and then it pretends it's the tongue of the. Is fish. that a fish edible? I, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think most things are edible. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. There might be some things that are not edible. Like the Simpsons episode where you try to eat that fish. Oh. And cook the, eat the wrong <laughs> yeah. Way. Simpsons you know, did it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a normal fish. It just has this... Uh, the Yeah, the a, parasite. A louse. Yeah. Like it's related to like lice. Yeah. Dude, right? the ocean is so big. Like we so haven't, cut, we haven't uh, discovered everything. I get, I get really stoned and I watch those shows. It's just fascinating Dude, as fuck. We just me. had a lady on who takes pictures of uh, sea slugs. Super interested in the sea slugs. Okay. She and goes down to these docks and looks underneath them and takes pictures of sea, sea oh, slugs and shit. Reminds me. I did a wedding at Salty's in, like, uh, in Seattle. Yeah. So it was a dry wedding. And uh, so I'm like, all right, well, now I need to get my minister on. So like, here's the story behind it, Nari Bar. Nari Bar's, I did this one wedding where this couple's like, hey, Nari, you did a great job at our wedding. You know, we, here's, here's your tip. You know, most of the time it's cash, but it's like this couple was like, here, here's, here's a gallon and a half of Hennessy, oh, which retailed at the time to about $240 back then, which is probably about like $300 now. Oh, shit. Stock's going up on Hennessy. Yeah, it is. You know, invest in that and not Doge. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, and she gave me that. I was like, okay. Then I just put in my car. Then after an open mic, I was like, uh, I was like, hey, you want to keep drinking? My, and most comics are broke. So like, oh, man, I can't do that. And I don't have any money. I was like, you know what? Thanks for telling me that because I didn't want to buy you drinks. But you know what? Let's go to my car. I have some bottles of Hennessy. <laughs> Drunk Hennessy. Drunk Hennessy. And he's like, why the fuck you have three bottles? Like, well, this was a tip for my, my wedding services. You should do, do more weddings, people. Yeah. And then basically, they, <laughs> and then they started drinking in that. And then it became a, a thing. And all of a sudden, my mind's like, wait a second. I could save. If I save, let's say, like $20 to $40 a night, filed four times a night and go out. And people just be like, well, Narin, why did you just drink less? They're like, well, that does not work for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like two or four shots minimum if I go out, you know. Yeah, that's not even on the table. That's I'm not drinking. even on the table. Under the table at the trunk, <laughs> trunk. It, goes, it goes more. The trunk, the, the hot trunk Hennessy. But yeah, no, that's what we do. <laughs> but basically, that's what we do. That's how Narbar came along. But um, I don't remember where I was going with the story. Uh, we were talking about whatever. Yeah, I don't even remember either. It just you started talking about trunk Hennessy, and I remember the last time that I actually. Oh, got... oh, I remember. Now. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, so like basically, I was at uh, so I was leaving this wedding uh to go take a, a shot in my car. I'm like, all right, I gotta get something because I'm just like, 
this wedding's just dragging the the this lady. Uh, she hired a whole bunch of first timers. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh shit! Like only the DJ and I knew what we were doing because we worked before. Together. So you guys are just looking at each other, just, just like, watching the shit show. And then the uh, wedding planner is like, "Yeah, you know, it's like, we're on we're on time. It's like we're, we we're gonna do this at like you know six fifteen. I'm like, it's seven o'clock now. We're behind forty five minutes. All this other <laughs> stuff. So I leave to go Perfectly take a shot. Perfectly on time. Well, like she does not know what the fuck she's doing. So anyways, I leave to go take a shot, and then I walk back. You know, it's, and it's like salty is like kind of like on the water, mm-hmm. and I saw the biggest rat like I've ever seen, like the size of like a the size of like a bigger than like a small dog. Yeah, and it was so fucking big, and I'm like, ah, what the fuck was that? Holy shit! <laughs> and people are looking at me and like, as they said, a minister just screaming outside the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal Seattle. Normal man. Seattle, like people looking because I'm dinner at salty. Like, why is that ministry just like? Swearing up a storm by the garbage can. What the fuck's he doing over there? Well, if you've seen the rats in Seattle, then yeah, I've literally been down in Pioneer Square. I was smoking in a car. Again, another sort of a car thing, waiting to mm-hmm. go back to the bar. And I looked across the way and I saw a, it was a chain link fence. And I literally watched a rat the size of a small dog climbing up the chain link. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah, dude, it was it's master. Nasty. It was master splinter for sure. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? It was, it was, it was, it was terrifyingly big. So like, you know, I'm just going to take the long way. Walk around the building, not be under that garbage can. I mean, granted, Cross the, rats, the street. Granted, the rats are going to fuck with you or whatever because they're scared of us. But I was, just, that. I was equally I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like stuff. the raccoons and the, the rats in Tacoma. Like, because we've got rats around the house. Once we got to the house and we realized that there were rats around, we had to make sure that our house was fine. Fucking thank God it was. But we've had them like under our deck and oh, goodness. they're still sizable. Yeah. Those in the both. fucking the raccoon. That's why I got to get cats. I have I have two cats and did the, I eat them? Uh, no, they're inside cats okay. because my cats will eat too much food and vomit everywhere, which wow. is the bullshit that I had to deal with this morning. Do you got to wow. be careful because people poison them, right? The rats, mm-hmm. and um, they, they build up an like an immunity, a tolerance to the poison, um. and then they eat. Um, the, the cats will eat them, and the cats will actually die. <clears throat> they did a study on like coyotes and and mountain lions around like L.A. and how many of them like were dying from rat poison. All of them have like tons of rat poison because they eat all these poisoned rats, right? Really. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You'd be surprised at all the crazy shit. <clears throat> well, we talked about the carnivore project, right? Did we? Um, with Suzanne, where they, oh, they yeah, 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 they, yeah, they monitor. We have a biologist we, that comes. I was on, drunk, and they they monitor like coyotes and stuff through town. Like a lot of a lot of big cities will have like a pack of coyotes yeah. that they tag and they would watch because they are, they're so good at eating um, rats and keeping vermin down. Well, it's crazy. I wish, right? I wish we had some fucking coyotes around fifty sixth. Probably do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. There's a lot of weird shit you've seen. I uh, like when. Actually, I was driving one time. It was like a not too far from a courthouse, and I'm just looking. I'm just looking. So I'm stuck in this long red light for no reason whatsoever. And then I see, I see like all these rats and stuff. I just see a homeless guy just masturbating like next to some rats. I'm like, this is so weird. I tried to take it. Like, my were phone. they watching you? I was like, I was taking my phone. I was getting ready to record. I was like, wait a second. Why am I so eager to record this? <laughs> like, this is so weird. Yeah, and I just put my hand down. I put my phone down. I was like, I should probably record this. Oh, oh no! There's a green light. And should I? Oh, no, there's a cop behind me. I'll put my phone here's, down. Yeah, here's an excuse. To I don't want to do be. This. I don't be like uh, officers. Like, yeah. Uh, why are we having your phone out uh, while you you're really driving? Want to explain that. Like, well, officer. To be fair, that guy was masturbating next to some rats. <laughs> I don't know if you have a code for that, but he's you like, know. yeah. Why wouldn't you, you know bust what, the guy you know what, jerking sir? off to rats? You know what, sir? There. Just take me to jail. Uh, <laughs> just take me to jail. It's gonna be really weird. Because yeah, by, by that point, I don't think you really want to do that, dude. I'll see raccoons in the mornings because I walk to the train super early in the morning, and mm-hmm. they won't even. Uh, they're the weirdest things because they'll just stop and stare at you, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Are you gonna come close to me?" 
Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what are you gonna do? City raccoons yeah. are terrifying, but the raccoons on the, the islands—I uh, forgot what island it was—but I went there. They're like super friendly. They'll walk up mm. to you, just beg for food and everything. But the whole time, I'm terrified of them. Because like, when right. I lived in like Olympia, there's like. I kept remembering stories where these like raccoons or rabies is attacking people and stuff. Like, I don't want to fucking be around these things. This is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know how Snow White does. They're it. like cats. <laughs> They're like cats with fingers. Yeah. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We've, we, we had, we had a family. Terrifying. Yeah. I don't know if we had a family or not, but we've got cameras outside the house. It's Tacoma. I do this. Um, but we also had, uh, like various, like we had like a bird bath. Basically, it was just like a metal tin. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the camera, we caught two, I would assume they're brothers. I don't know. They're raccoons. They're two raccoons mm-hmm. about the same size. They're in there. And one of them, bathing in or washing his hands in the mm-hmm. in the bird bath and then the other one tries to get in the other one pushes him off <laughs> and they literally they're having a fight and then the other one comes in and just literally like table flips and just grabs the the tin and just tosses it he's, he's like if nobody up. gets it i don't get it <laughs> yeah and I, speaking of raccoons and this is one because you mentioned rusty being on um Roastbusters. Uh, Rusty came out to the house. I think it was maybe oh, we're having a barbecue right. or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's super into i don't know if you know about his drone He's got one oh, yeah. of the little flying drones, and he was super stoked about it, so he brought it out. He comes out, and he immediately crashes it into our neighbor's bamboo. Okay. We'll fucking just straight up lose <laughs> it. Don't even know where the fuck it is at that point. And so he has to get up on the roof of one of my sheds. And so he gets up there, and he's looking through the bamboo, and I go get to get up there. And that's when I realized that the raccoons use that fucking roof as their toilet. There's just raccoon shit all <laughs> Over the fucking place. And it's like the most infuriating thing because I, I guess I have to pressure wash. I still have it. And that was like last year. Yeah, it's a shed, right? Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. <laughs> I was like, I'm not really putting that much fucking work into it. <laughs> yeah. No, like uh, like city animals, are, I guess, you know, obviously we way different than like, you know, island animals where like everything's like cleaner over there. That's all this other stuff. But it was just weird. I, I also learned that raccoons like to wash everything they eat first. So like there's uh, mm-hmm. just people... Who give raccoons like cotton candy, and so they'll eat it and it'll disappear. Like, oh, where'd it go? (laughs) I love it. Yeah, this is kind of mean. That just feels mean to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like those poor little fuckers. Yeah. (laughs) Norin, so you're touring again, um, going around. Uh, You just got back from the show. Um, You were mentioning about you're going back up there uh, for tomorrow night, right? Yeah, tomorrow night at five. What a weird fucking time. Right. But yeah, no. uh, Yeah. So like. I mean, usually they're late at night. I mean, obviously there's afternoon shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. along those lines. And it seems like if you're doing a Sunday night, that's kind of a matinee show, I guess, and sort of like mm-hmm. that. Is it a is it a total vibe killer at that that early, or is it no. just a different sort of? Uh, I mean, if if a show is sold out and they're fine, they they really liked it. Dirty less. I, I realize I'm kind of <laughs> on a dirtier side of like you know uh, uh, comedy. Like I could be like club clean, but I don't know if I could ever be like squeaky clean around like children and stuff. You know, like I did a, I did a um. Like the other week, I did a uh, outdoor brewery show, and it was kids nice. and stuff, and it was fine. But like, it's just I don't, I don't like. It's so weird after a clean set, I just feel dirty. I'm like, what was I was? I did not feel like I was me there. Like not yourself. <laughs> yeah, not myself. Like I had my friend was like, hey, can I can I be clean like Full House? He's like, yeah, I could do like Danny Tanner pa- after Full House clean, you know, because he was a fucking <laughs> yeah, filthy yeah, machine. Oh yeah, Bob Saget is filthy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not that filthy. But like a lot of my stuff is a lot about a lot of su- suggestive things. I lean more towards like. PG thirteen or R, but I'm not like gross blue, but like my material is just I don't know. I'm just like if you think about it a little bit more, you're gonna be like, oh, I could do clean stuff, but it's all gonna be dad jokes, you know. I could do those all day, but like you know, then I just wouldn't really feel like I gave people my best effort, my best version of me. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Are you traveling all over like Pacific Northwest? Uh, How's it even working out now at at this point in time? The the biggest uh, enemy of comedy is good weather. 
because like when it's like summertime, that's when things really slow down. So like people, are, okay, people yeah. don't come out as much because like oh they don't want to be inside in a bar or it's like whatever. But the great thing about Tacoma is Tacoma they they check out the open mic at Tacoma Comedy Club a lot. Even the open mics at Nate's, people will dress up like they're having a night out. Nice. I've had people come out for their bachelorette party at an open mic. Like you guys, then I'll, I'll straight up call them. I was like, you girls took her out for her bachelorette party <laughs> to an open mic on a Wednesday. <laughs> you need better fucking friends, yeah. all right? You're her husband's. <laughs> Her husband's gonna do cocaine off a off a prostitute's ass in another city, not in a not on a Wednesday. You know, it's like what the, the fuck are you doing? Like you, this is free, but is this I'm like glad you day came. One, yeah, it's like great you came, but yeah, I'm glad you came. But like, yeah, no, like bachelorette parties are could be like a gift or a curse at a group because uh, everything's about them that night. Yeah, I did a show where I was roasting Sherry Hardman. Sherry Hardman's she's a she's a nice lady. She's a big girl, like uh, you know she and uh, mm-hmm. and I walked in because I beat her before. Then I was walking in. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling good about myself. Then I walk in. It was a big girl bachelorette party, and I and I just like put my oh. face in my hands. Like this like, will kill the fucking vibe. Like, gonna lose. There's no way I'm gonna be, win this group over, and they're gonna be the loudest people here. And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I, they like there's a video of me roasting Sherry Hardman, and like I'm getting booed before I even say a word. Oh. They're like, and this guy, no, he's like boo. <laughs> like immediately, like oh bitch, you're gonna really hate what I'm gonna say. Uh, that's what fun. happens at that point if they're already? Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go full heel mode. I've I've said right, some of the meanest right. things I've ever said. Like the things I don't like roasting women. I don't. Because like it's a lose lose situation for me. Because like I I went so hard on this one girl, and it's like uh, and then like and this other guy was not going hard enough. So the thing is like I lose a sympathy vote when it is. I'm not making excuses. It's just how it is. Like, yeah. When you're going to a cuter girl, whatever, she could get away with some stuff. Like oh, it's girl power, whatever. But if I say something, like there's some stuff I I've said something about this one girl. You know, I'll, I'll just say it. it's pretty brutal. Uh, even the club and uh, people who aren't even there, like how the fuck you lose with that joke? You know, so. <laughs> There's this girl where um, she had like a bad, a string of bad luck. So I won't say her name out of respect because me and her are cool. Mm-hmm. But like the joke was like, uh, like so-and-so has had uh, two miscarriages and her fiance killed himself six months ago. So if she plans on calling you baby, you're going to fucking die. You know? <laughs> oh, that is fucking brutal. That is people pretty dark. And, uh, and people like, oh, and she's like, oh my god, <laughs> she said that, and I was like, I lost all the women votes there. But oh like, yeah, by a mile, by a mile. Even my, even my homegirls, uh, homegirls had the show. I was like, that was really good roast, but I think you went too far that one. So <laughs> yeah. I thought, it's like, no, of course, yeah. There's, there's sometimes when you're like, yeah, but also, it's too funny not to say it. It's like, well, this is my only opportunity to say this here. So like, yeah, no. Right. Then I had this other one here. Where <laughs> like, this other girl, uh, she's like, um. Like so and so is from uh, Aberdeen, she's from Aberdeen. Uh, she she has like a she's uh she has an eating disorder and a drug problem, uh, and that means she won't do cocaine in a mirror because she doesn't want to look fat. Oh. You know? <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> That's not mean. I love it. I love. I just. I love the fact that it's. I mean, I I love I, comedy. I, I love gave, comedy. With I gave all her that heart. joke. It's like just use that joke. You know, it's, it's fine. It's like that's what people know when I when I say mean things about them, and they're like, oh yeah, just. By all means, like to use it is, is, to me, that's a badge of honor. It's like I wrote something that's mean about you. Like I did an open mic here this past. Uh, I whenever I host an open mic at TCC, which I'll be hosting there uh, what Wednesday. So if you're ever in Tacoma, it's pretty. It's pretty much every Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday. No, just one. 
the one I'm hosting on, on uh, June 23rd. Uh, come out to that. You, you, you'll see me shit on everybody. It's fun. Because that's what I do. Like, I, that's what I love about hosting. Like, a lot of guys hate hosting. But me, I like coming after everyone and just like kind of tagging them and stuff. So mm-hmm. June 23rd, I'll be there. And also, I'll be um, uh, doing the Nate Jackson comedy uh, competition. That's on a Wednesday, too. If it's on the same Wednesday as that, I'll, I'll skip that competition night, go a different night, whatever. Because I, I just that's how much I love hosting open mic. So, nice. like, I, I tag everyone here. And then this one girl walked up to me. This one like Mexican girl walks up to me after after the show. He's like, "Hey, I noticed you tagged everyone after their set, and I was wondering what you said about me." And I'm just like, "Oh gosh!" It's like, "Hey, listen. I don't remember." I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> these are just jokes. I don't mean anything by this here at all." It's like, "No, no, I liked what you were saying about everybody. I just wanted what you said about me." So, like, okay, just don't get mad. But I say like, "Hey, let's give it up for the lady that killed Selena." Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, okay, thanks. That's oh, funny." No, 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 <laughs> like, cool, yeah. And she take it with stride, but some people who don't take it with stride, I've said a mean thing. There's this guy; he's a he's a gay Filipino comedian, you know. So I I came up after him and I said, like, "Hey, uh, I love give it up for you know this guy." He's like, "I love him. He's my favorite gay Filipino. He's like a Manny Fudge Pacquiao." <laughs> <laughs> How do you take that one? Uh, then I, then I walked over to the hey man. Uh, I'm just fucking around. Like, oh no, it's totally cool, man. I loved it. I, I like. I feel honored that you did. It's like, okay, good. Because some people do take it too seriously. I've, I've actually gotten threats over Facebook because I've made fun of people. Really? I think most yeah. comedians would, so, would be okay with. Oh no, it, not right? these type type okay. of comedians. They're like they're like light skinned dudes. I got oh. bullied for being light skinned, and they just I'm giving them flashbacks of being picked on and stuff. <laughs> Okay. Well, and that was, I mean, I've uh, checked, I've checked them in person. And I'm like, dude, this is just part of the game. Yeah, well, I had, I don't hate you. But well, like, and I mean, even like a uh, uh, friend, a uh, friend of yours, Shelby. Um, yeah, <laughs> he got yes. straight up. You punched. guys are still friends. Yeah. Oh, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, but he got straight up punched on stage. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was there that night. Yeah. So, oh. so I've only seen it via Facebook and like the accounts on that. Like, what the fuck happened? So it was this roast battle. It was kind of in the hood. You know, it was like, uh, uh, I forgot what neighborhood it was. Like uh, Othello. Okay. South Seattle. Yeah, 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 but yeah, that was yeah, another yeah. comedian though, right? It was another comedian, yeah. but also he's not. Oh, but sorry. also, but also with him, he like he doesn't write. The other guy doesn't write at all. He goes over there, just does crowd watches, and he just it's pretty boring. He just shits on white people the entire time. Like, oh, white people suck! And like, okay, in the, in the hood rooms, it does whatever. It's fine. But also, he's not like a good person. You know, he doesn't go. He goes up there. His his uh, his name. Well, I don't want to say his name, like on thing. But he uses the hashtag funniest on all his posts. Funniest funniest comic in Seattle, and he's not. You know, uh-huh. yeah. So that's how he does it. All his posts, like. Nobody, nobody thinks you're good. You're like you don't write. There's sometimes he does. All right, it's cool when he tries, but all, most of the time he's just he tries to be Paul Mooney and it's just not good. He's like okay. the worst of Paul yeah. Mooney. So anyway, see, uh, they had a roast battle before, but he didn't write anything for that. And Shelby wrote jokes and he beat him. You know, but uh, you know, there's some things he it was like borderline racial. That what Shelby would say because it is a roast battle. But he's yeah. like, you say it shit again, you see what happens. So then they then they had a rematch. This is a rematch that he wanted to set up because like, oh. Because like Shelby smoked him the time before, but again this guy doesn't write anything. Again, he did not learn his lesson. But it is, I have it on video, like just minutes before the fight, like just like a minute before the fight happens. So they're doing best, best out of three, and Shelby okay, has already okay. won the first two rounds handedly because he wrote jokes, and then like uh, and he's not saying that he's just threatening him the, the whole time on stage. He's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't matter. I could fucking beat your ass whenever I want. You know, if you, if you say. Anything like kind of racial again? I'm gonna fucking pop you. And then oh, these so aren't he's even just jokes. He's just threats. He's just yeah. He's just straight up threatening him. Yeah. And then there's a point where I'm just like, dude, man, stop doing this. Just tell a joke. And he's like, Narn, you want some of this, bro? You want some of this? I'm like, bro. It's like what? It's like, bro. You don't want some of this. Like, dude, you want to come over here and roast me right now? I'm like, 
like no disrespect, bro, but even knowing about this roast battle with Shelby for like six weeks now, you're not even prepared for him. Like I just found out about this show. And I'm more prepared for this show than you are. There's no yeah. fucking way you'll beat me, dude. No, yeah. no disrespect to Shelby. And Shelby's kill, killing him. So Shelby has this joke. It's like, hey, uh, the joke that like set him off was like, uh, it's not super racial, but at the point, it's like, uh, it's like Chris went to uh, uh, the guy's name is Chris. He Chris went to war in Iraq, and he lived in Chicago. It's just a surprise that he's never been shot, you know. And that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, and, yeah, he, I remember, and that's yeah. what it is. And he's like. He's like, what the fuck you say? I, you, you can't be talking about black people getting shot like that, man. What the fuck? You know, then like, uh, then like, I turned off the video. I was like, dude, what the fuck? This, we should end this because he's always losing. He's getting mad. Yeah. Then just like 30 seconds after that, he just starts swinging at Shelby. Wow. So he was just waiting. He was, he was just, waiting. just waiting. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. And it, he and thought it was going to end. And so then he swung on him. Yeah. Just swung on him. Yeah, and yeah. like, and it was just. Had nothing to do with the joke. And uh, yeah, he, he was waiting because like, it was uh, escalated for a while. But yeah. You know, Shelby, the one like press charges, but at that point, it's like, dude, he's a dangerous guy. So it's like, yeah. At that point well, in time, yeah, like I mean, yeah. like if you're going into a roast battle, you got to kind of understand, or even going like like with the roast and stuff. Like even if you don't know what you're in for, you know you're in for a roast. Yeah, right. I've I, everything that's ever been said about me, I've said meaner things about me. Where I was just like unedible. So I'm like, oh man, I've said meaner things about myself. There's nothing that's really really cut. Deep. And what Shelby weighs like what a buck ten. Like literally a hundred pounds, one fifty, one sixty. Maybe this guy's much bigger, and he's like, and even the guy who's like threatening, he's like, dude, if I well, catch you yeah. outside, I'm gonna pop you. He's well, it like, sounds whatever. like he's been in the army or the military at some yeah. point as well. Yeah, fucking beating up, beating up Shelby. Come on, that's like punching a fifteen year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love him to death. I think no, the guy's great, great guy. but why? Shelby. Why would you? Shit, yeah, man, yeah. Shut yeah. Up. It, it was just weird. Shelby had a good sense of humor, right? Because like the next, like two days uh, after that. He went into an open mic and he put on a boxing helmet like, on stage. <laughs> you got I mean, I was about to say you got to roll with the punches, but I guess you really actually have to do it at that point. It's well, not- he gets it. He's a comedian. It's yeah. funny. It's a, you know, it's all jokes. I, yeah, because right? funny because like people are just like uh, like people or I'm known as a meme guy, like insulting people, right? So then like the, somebody's like, "No, I'm surprised you haven't memed Shelby." I was like, "Dude, I'm not gonna meme Shelby, man. My buddy just got assaulted on stage. Right. Yeah, this is a he probably has a concussion. He's like." Yeah. Uh, and he's mad. Shelby's mad. He got mad. work, too. Yeah, he I got mean, work. He got a big cut in his face. Then I saw somebody meme Shelby like, oh, this is garbage. I'm going to show you how it's done. <laughs> I got to do it better. <laughs> I got to do it better. That's how it was. So, like, basically the whole time, we're just like, dude. relentless. So, the whole time, I was like, everyone's like, dude, say a punchline. That's what we're saying uh, to the guy. <laughs> to the guy that's not. That, that, uh, all he said was, like, Shelby's gay. Shelby doesn't get as much bitch as I have. I make my money. And I'm like, those aren't jokes. <laughs> those are just. That's just, like, a, a bad pro wrestling promo. I was saying, like, oh, Straight you suck, up. whatever. Yeah, that. yeah. And uh, these are jo- Shelby's actually writing jokes. And he's like, he's beating him. But basically, the whole time, even other audience members are like, dude, just say jokes. Like, say punchline. Then I just re- I re-edited it, uh, a photo of like them together. I was like, say punchline. And the guy's like, do you say punch the guy that does lines? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love, and that's like seriously, like uh, I, I love following you on social media just because of how much of that has gone. And I mean, some of it has gone viral. So congratulations on putting on your uh, yeah, you know what, your little tag on there. Nothing. So <laughs> I've had like a lot of things go viral. It was cool, but it's good. But like, it's, I, I, the only thing that irks me is like meme culture is like you steal other people's meme and do it. But like for me, I'll never cross out someone's name and do these other things because like mm-hmm. okay, this is someone's joke. They did it. Yeah, I'll screenshot someone's joke. And like, oh, this is this is what they did. I'll share it for them. And I, I'll give credit. But meme culture is like, oh, I'm gonna extra thing. I'll put my Crop thing. I don't. I don't even understand yeah. why they would like. What What do you get out of this? Like, I had somebody message me. He's like, you stole my fucking meme. I'm like, no, I didn't. Like, you posted it after I was like, look at the timestamp. I posted like a whole week before you did. No but it just way. came up on my feed. It's like, no, like then, then, you call, 
Then he had, told all his friends and messaged me like I'm a hacker. So I was like, dude, look at a timestamp. There's, there's, there's no fucking way. Look at his timestamp. Look at mine. Well, yes. how many things have you had stolen? I know I, I've, I've had seen dozens them. Yeah, and dozens and dozens I've seen them where you have you have your like watermark on in the corner, and they'll just like crop out your watermark. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like a little blank <laughs> whatever. Spot. But yeah. the, but the point is that the people who know me know I I do stuff, and it's cool yeah. to see like. No, I could confidently say like I make millions of people laugh like every year with yep, all the right? stuff that goes yeah. around. And the stuff that gets shared, like I had like some stimulus jokes things that went far, even like uh that Prince Prince Harry stuff and. The Trump stuff and just even like my stand up shots go far too. But I, it's always funny. There's always someone going to hate on it. Like, I don't know if you ever go to stand up shots on Reddit. There's a lot of bad yep. jokes, but some good jokes. Like, I had something that had like like 10,000 upvotes, and somebody would be like, This is the worst joke I've ever heard, I've ever seen in my oh, entire yeah. life. Like, I, is it really the worst thing you ever heard in your life? Or like, I, I can't be that bad. <laughs> like, I can't, there's no way it's that bad. It's like, like, have you please, read, have, yeah, like, have you read, your facts. Other, like, have you read the other stuff on this, on this stuff for him? Like, literally, look at the next joke. I see Luke, <laughs> Luke posts a lot of those. Severide? Yeah. Oh, I love, I love yeah, Luke. Yeah. Luke's, yeah, a, yeah. Luke's a good friend of mine. But, like, uh, Luke, uh, we, 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 we have two different writing styles. I'm yeah. like more short punchline things. He's more animation. You need his up inflection and all this other stuff. So I told him, like, yeah, like, the reason why those jokes don't work as well on written stuff because. You don't see your personality yep. show. He's more stage presence and stuff than I'm. I've been working on my stage presence lately because when you work in like a black comedy room, stage presence is really, really important. So I've been trying to do better with that and moving around, being louder, not being as deadpan. But well, I think you guys have different styles because Luke's styles, a, yeah. way louder, a lot yeah. of screaming, or he's at least he was type. back in the day. A lot of screaming. No, for yeah, real. He yeah, he, no, like, he's, like a perform- a he's a performer type. <laughs> yeah. But also he has like some stuff here that's good, but like uh, that's pretty good too. But like I'm just more like a writer, you know. So that's what our big difference is. So I love I love going to car rides with him because we give a perspective on each other's stuff. Nice. Like, hey, so so we have two different perspectives, like approaches on writing. So we're like, hey, if we should maybe punch up this part. Like, hey, you should just call back here. So we have like two different approaches, but we I love working with him. So. I, l- I love the fact that the comedy scene in Tacoma is pretty vibrant and even just in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that like looking at because uh, I see you post a lot of the times the the list for the open mics and they're 20 deep. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, you get all I, sorts of people coming in for all of those. Yeah. Come come out to the 23rd. It'll be fun. But uh, the thing is, the reason I post that list because like some like half the people are vocal like, oh, I, I don't like TCC. It's a toxic environment because we had some guy there that was like hitting on women and like oh. inappropriately but they blamed it on the club but like the club didn't know like it's not the club's it's not like the hey club's fault at that point yeah but they they would there's a group of people that make it seem like it's a club's fault like mm-hmm. oh why'd you give this guy stage and i was like well we didn't notice the issue now if someone tells me this issue this like i tell the club hey we can't have this around that uh, guy's not around anymore though yeah, right? it's not around anymore right. but people look for any reason to right. like not so that's why i post a picture of the list to be somewhat passive aggressive like hey you know the person talks shit about the club all the time online hey look they're here <laughs> they're here for stage time there we go yeah, you gotta get your minutes in man get your minutes in that's fine but like also like don't play so both don't sides of the fence yeah, yeah 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 what the fuck's wrong with you I mean I'm a pretty open supporter of it because like they treat the, their uh, performers better than all the other places in, a, in the state like the other place will have like a, a rundown beat up couch you don't get food you don't get yeah. anything you don't get no their green room is pretty solid like it's a pretty green nice little place in there yeah it's great there's one guy he went to the green. He's like he was the biggest guy in our scene. You know, he's he, he outweighs me by about like an extra hundred forty pounds. Okay, so he's yeah. a big guy. So he went to the green room for the first time, and he fucking just raided their snack drawer. <laughs> they have <laughs> a really a good snack drawer. Yeah, he took his backpack in there, just put everything in there, <laughs> and just and, like, and the club was like, "What the fuck happened to all of our chips and candy bars?" Like, oh. 
this person took it. This one guy I'm just like, took it. I'm like, dude, act like you've been here before. I take like one or two things, you know, whatever. Yeah, but get a couple things. Dude, people do that. Like I, I used to work yeah. at a, a, a tech building, right, where they had like free snacks and shit. Yeah, yeah. And people would do that every Friday. Every Friday. They would yeah. go through and just raid the fridge. They're like Red Bull, orange yeah. juice, fucking everything I, that was left over, man. There was this uh, donut shop in like Olympia. They have this, the best apple fritter, uh, whatever. It's the best one. And they put like maple on it, and, like you know, maple frosting and bacon bits on it. So oh, it's fucking amazing. Fuck yeah. yeah. So I asked my friend, like, hey, since you're coming from Limit, can you get me one of these? And for some reason, he bought me fucking 12. Like, I was like, what? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Why'd you buy me 12? It's like, you said you wanted one. It's like, yeah. The key what? word was one. This is like, this is a meal for like two days. This is, who the fuck's gonna eat all these? When I put in my office, uh, when I worked at the office, gone. Gone within seconds. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Gone free within stuff. seconds. Like free stuff. Yeah, that's how it is. You get free stuff in your office. People are all about it. So, yeah, I mean, it's good. I, I'm glad I got rid of it. But still, it's like, why the fuck did you buy me? It was a heavy-ass box. Dude. Those are big-ass donuts. Oh, those, those are so. Those are the best. Like, seriously, maple bacon. But the, the fact you put them on apple fritter. Do you remember the name of the place? Yeah, it's called Twisters in Olympia. All right, cool. Twisters Donuts. I'm going to fucking I'm hit all that all about up. those cronuts or the dosants. Whatever you want to call them. <laughs> the no. croissant donuts? Yes, yeah. dude. Oh, those fucking stuff? things are so right. good, man. Uh, the best donuts in King County is a place called Chuck's Donuts. Really? The, be- the best maple bar in, like ever. Like people was like, it's just a maple bar, but like it's just like a it's a good texture. The frosty's not too heavy, but like people like uh will there'll be a line out the door for Where the is donuts. this place? The Renton Highlands. Okay. So he is a food guy, man. Um yeah. just so you know, like I uh, you had like the best pho. Um, you put a picture of the best yes. fall one day, and it had like short ribs in it. Yes. What? <laughs> yes. Holy Shut shit! Shut your mouth. No. Here's a, here's a funny thing about the foodie stuff. So like, I started posting pictures of food on my uh, Instagram because like I was mocking a coworker because she would post <laughs> pictures of food on her Instagram, but it'd be like normal everyday shit. Mm-hmm. But she'll put like a long paragraph ex- over explaining what she's eating. She'd be like, "All right, so today's dinner is a fresh cut roast beef sandwich." With a nice cheddar sauce and a toasted onion bun. <laughs> fucking Arby's. And it's literally fucking Arby's. <laughs> a blurry Arby's. photo of Arby's. <laughs> then the next day, she'd be like, all right, so to, today's dinner is a nice toss, freshly tossed crust with herb and parmesan. 100% thing. It's like, this is Domino's pizza. There's a box <laughs> Dude, right is, fucking there. That is a great troll, though. Like, Because huh? food blogging to me is like one of the... the like it, it's almost like a oh sorry food blogging to me is like almost like a troll anyway right in a like sense. yeah I mean yeah. you get to take pictures of food and you get to go places and and basically eat and they're like oh yeah come in here especially when you get bigger they, they give you free shit all the time right so it's yeah. a weird it's a weird it's uh, a weird thing uh, right but so it would be hilarious to just troll with like <laughs> Burger King and write these whole fucking big long like oh, uh, paragraphs I got about drunk and got Burger King the other day and it's fucking <laughs> awful man I, I, what <laughs> you did you like not get the Whopper. No, I got the chicken sandwich at Long Oh, the, the new one or the long no, the one? No, the long one. The, the long one I used to love. The old school original chicken sandwiches. I love those. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I had it again. I'm like, this is salty. And it's like, too whatever. It's just like, it doesn't really hit it. Especially if they had better chicken sandwiches uh, all over, all across the board. That's mm-hmm. true. Like, yeah, Popeye, like I, I, I feel Popeye's is like, hands down the best. I like Popeye's. Like I, I, do, I, I, I do like Chick-fil-A's a little bit better See, now. See, I, I like Popeye's. I do like Chick-fil-A's pickle on there. The, the pickle thing. is solid. Yeah. It, may, may, it makes the sandwich, right? But I just can't eat a Chick-fil-A. I still yeah. have this weird fucking... Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, my brother's gay. I asked him about it. Like, yeah. So how do you feel about Chick-fil-A? And he said in exact words, like, oh, their chicken sandwiches are fabulous. Yeah, most That's people, said. <laughs> Dude, most people don't give a shit at all, they're right? so good, but there's so many other places at this point in time. Right. I'll just go with Yeah, no, with of course. I'd go to the other things. Yeah. Like, yeah, Popeye's, there's, there's less hate in that chicken sandwich. 
match. Right. Granted, you know, granted, you feel more hate going there because the people there don't give a fuck. They about don't. Chick-fil-A. They I don't hear it. Yeah, people are going to what the fuck do you want? You yeah, like, what do you want? I'm like, food, please. <laughs> All I always right. hate that they put religious things on. I'm not a religious guy, and so I hate eating yeah. my food and, and having to look at a religious. Hey, thing hey, hey! You're talking right. to two ordained men. I know. I was here, feeling so. that earlier. I was like, God damn! Yeah. I'll be I'm in a room. Like, God damn this chicken sandwich! So I'll be eating. I'll be eating Chick Fil A. I'll be at Chick Fil A. I was like, man, I would suck a dick for this sandwich. But no, <laughs> <laughs> say that at the drive-through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> But yeah, I'll do it on Sundays when you guys aren't working. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, like, we're open on Sundays. I'm bad about stuff like that. There's a couple of businesses I just won't fuck with like that. Hobby Lobby is another one. Yeah. But oh, I yeah. feel like that's the only way I can actually vote with, you know, against a business like that. It's just not giving my money. Like, yeah. Fuck you. That is, that, is, that is true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Get all your I crafting do. stuff elsewhere. I do. What oh, crafts man. are you fucking doing? All of them, dude. I man. go to Michael's. <laughs> man. People, are, people feel a certain way about Jimmy John's, but I just like their fast drive. I like... I, I like, you it's know, fast. their sandwiches are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Freaky fast. Yeah. The, they're, I, they're probably the best Italian sandwich out of all the uh, places. I usually, mm. I usually go for the Totally Tuna there. I mean, this is like, this is like mm. boring food talk, but I stopped going to Jimmy John's, not because there's any sort of like connotations with it. I've heard their problematic shit and stuff like that. They fucked up their menu. Their mm. menu does not have their numbers in sequential order. <laughs> it was, the menu was like yeah. fucking like, like, it was like, Grouped in like number, here's, here's number your seven, food. Like at number thirty two, it's like you don't have thirty two sandwiches on here. What the fuck? I know, and I was like, I was like, I, I I wanted the fucking tuna, and I got the wrong one because they've got two different fucking tuna sandwiches. Honestly, the tuna at Subway is better. Is it really? Honestly, it is. It weirded me out because they, they scoop it out in fucking little ice cream scoops. Subway it's always totally freaks normal, me out, but it weirds me out, man. Yeah. Just anytime I have to go and all the food's just been sitting out there during the day, I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm okay want. with that. See, Subway always. Fucking I'm a fucking landfill, though. Look at me. So I, anytime I'm eating a sandwich, I always try to get like a local sandwich. Find oh. a, like a local deli and go. Mm-hmm. Uh, never mind me. So like, uh, you know, Mike, uh, MSM. Yeah. yeah. So like there's this controversy of like two or three years ago. Some guy found a nickel in his sandwich. <laughs> you guys hear remember that? No. Yes, I talked about this. Yeah. I where, don't remember. Where they got online and they were telling him you should give back fucking change or something. Right? Yeah. Because they're some like. Some guy was like, oh man, I could have fucking did this. And someone was like, uh, you're not even close to the register when you make making sound. How does nickel get in there right. and stuff? And so uh, my I friend, my good point. friend Nick Kirkham, you know, he's like. Uh, Nick, he, yeah. He was trolling. The, uh, my, him and his friends were trolling back. Like, man, you wouldn't believe it. Like, I got, I ordered the Mike's Deluxe. And it's a fucking debit card in my sandwich. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they took a picture underneath the thing. I'm like, and at that point, like I have eaten Mike's for like four years. Like, oh, I gotta go to Mike's and do a photo here too. So I grabbed. <laughs> so I did it. So I did it. I just joined it. Joined the fun. And so I'm like, guys, you won't believe what fucking happened, guys. I took, I I took a bite out of my uh, uh, Cuban sandwich. And there's a fucking rice cooker in the middle of my sandwich. <laughs> I, put it like, I literally put the top of the bread on the rice cooker and whatever. And my brother-in-law comes home and he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so don't worry. I'll clean this up. It's fine. This is funny. It's for the joke. Don't worry. But also the funny thing is that the city, the city loves them so much because they're, they're like a, a local like a place that everybody loves. So he was yeah. like, no, you know what? I'm actually going to go there and support them right now because they would be good. They make mistakes and stuff. So it's not, it's not like, it's not like the uh, McDonald's and Tacoma way where they just don't give a fuck. You know, whatever. Oh, There's yeah. rats everywhere and all that other stuff. Well, I mean, to be perfectly honest, that's kind of an interesting spot anyway. Right. Yeah. Like right across from the bail bonds place and the, the county courthouse and the jail and all that it's shit. Just down so. from all the rehabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's it is an interesting spot. location for yeah. sure. Yeah. But we used to record really close to there. Yeah, at Malarkey's. <laughs> Once, uh, yeah, Malarkey's until it now is going to be 
It's like a sourdough and shop and woodworking shop. Yeah. Okay. They went like, uh, like I, I feel like a full gentrification on that one. Like yeah. I don't even know at that point. Like yeah, that's full hipster. Yeah. Like sourdough sourdough and starts and like I don't know. You get to make birdhouses. Yeah, hilltop is very like a hip top. You know, with all this shit coming up here. Yeah, yeah. It seems weird. No, I mean like I, I get it. I mean, there's that one bakery. Uh, oh, one bakery they didn't pay people for. A oh, while. the Tacoma Baking Company. Yeah, is that still around? Uh, yeah. well, they tried to bring it back, and then it died again. And then they tried to do something. It might have been a sourdough shop that was like something. Hey, is involved. that the thing that's just taking over all the fucking places here? That's two places in Arona. Like, yeah, it's like evil bakeries. It's like, like I don't know. Like big business decided they wanted like, to get into local bakeries. They're like, yeah, the Deja Vu closed out, but now it's a sourdough baking company now. Different kinds of yeast. Sourdough yeast house. As Man, Ali and I was all in Ali and Oop. Ali and Oop. That's what I was going for. I got there. I <laughs> love it, Naren. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Of um, yeah, again, that's what we're going to end on. Sour yeast. Yeah, no, right. yeah. <laughs> I figured that's a good punchline to end it on. Mm-hmm. But um, hey, hey, hold on. For, on the scale of one in Marianne's pussy, how sour was the yeast? <laughs> Call back. There we go. There you go. It's perfect. <laughs> um, throw out your links and stuff like that so people can follow you and everything. Yeah. Uh, Narenvan.com. It's N A. It's N as in Nancy, A-R-I-N-V as in Victor, A-N-N.com. You have my links there. If you're getting married, uh, I'd love to you know, talk to you about this here. I know like uh, I, I know it'll be the most fun ceremony you have. I still have people like, remembering my shit from like six, seven years ago. So that's, that's amazing. A, so that's always fun. So if you want to have a fun ceremony or you want to have like a – want me to roast you for your, like, your uh, birthday, whatever – I've been really good at those too, but just know what you're getting into because I'm going to do right. my due diligence and research for this here. So I know you put you put you put in the prep so you so everyone can have a fun time unless you're really yeah. hammered and you're the one getting roasted and then maybe you'll start throwing hands or some shit. Yeah, and it's actual work, so pay the man. Don't yeah. don't expect him to do it for free. Fuck God, yeah, right. Oh yeah, it's this guy. I I did it for like it was my first roast. I first like oh. I'll just do it for seventy five just to get my writing chops in, and yeah. I did a lot of work. But he, he, he's like, he did so good. He tripled. Uh, he tripled good. my tip. So on top nice. of that, there. So I was like, and yeah, then, pay yeah. the man and then tip him. Yep. Yeah. So it's like great. Perfect, man. Thank you again so much. And seriously, everyone, thank you for listening. You can check us out at gridcitypodcast.com. Find us on the old Discord too while we're list uh, while we're recording. Sometimes we actually record. I think I actually did have us in there. Ooh. Oh, we did, and there was nobody in there, so that was fun. Yeah, we didn't tell. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't tell anybody about the recordings. But you can get on when we were actually recording when Jeff's, um, because he's the one that makes all of our really cool stuff, and when he's the Jeff's one that's on the ball, and he actually prepares. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can find all of that at GridCityPodcast.com. Like I said, follow our Patreon for as little as a buck. You can find all of our old recordings, some new special recordings that we do for our pre-roll. I think there's even some old ones with Naren in there. Ooh, one or two. Ooh, that's right. Ooh. Back when it was you and you and Brogan. And yeah. getting drunk, probably in the back of a malarkey. Yeah, I definitely that um, the the one comedy show we were talking about where you filled it up. I put out that as an episode. With, it has none of your jokes, but it's got some lead-ins and some other things. It's oh, pretty by, fun. Bob yeah, needs yeah. posted that point. I'm a much better comic now. So. Oh, it's already been it's been out there for years. Okay. So. <laughs> Just rotating around. Yeah. Uh, you find all that stuff at GridCityPodcast.com. Thank you guys, everyone, for listening, and stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Grit City Podcast.